My name is Fanny Booth. I live and work in Oxford. And 25 years ago, I started apart from working with Feldenkrais work uh, with uh, horse riders. And this made me curious um, about the importance of the pelvis in the movement of horse and rider. It's the only contact between horse and rider, the direct body contact. But then further on, of course, the pelvis in everyday movement and the freedom of the pelvis depends very much on the freedom in our hip joints, which is the meeting place between the pelvis and the legs. So here is an introduction of how you can find your hip joints and play with your hip joints and have some fun with them. I hope you enjoy the lesson. For this lesson you will need a chair. You will also need a towel, a hand towel will do, that you can have by your side. And hopefully you have a bit of mat or soft carpet in front of you so that you can also lie down. Uh, so for the moment sit on the chair, put your feet comfortably in front of you. If the chair is too high, come to the front of the chair so that you can sit with both your feet in front of you. Uh, sort of uh, hip widths together, whatever that means. And uh, just feel for a moment what you're sitting on. And it's obvious when we mention it, it's the sit bones or sits bones, or if you're very fancy, the ischia. You could feel, if you wanted to, with your hands underneath your buttocks for the bony protrusions. And... Um, then you have a real, if your hands are uncomfortable, don't do it, but then you have a real feeling that is the part of the pelvis that we are ideally sitting on. So just roll the pelvis a bit forwards and backwards, roll over your sitting bones, if it's okay with your hands there, roll over your hands a bit, sort of confirm that place in your skeleton. Okay, the pelvis is the bone, a large bone, but three bones fused together in the middle of our body, more or less, and is wedged between our legs on the lower end and then between the rest of the torso and everything that comes with it, including our head at the other end. The pelvis can also be seen as our major engine in the body. Strong muscles are attached to it, and the pelvis really is our powerhouse. So the question is, how do, can we keep that powerhouse as free as possible? And today I want you to have a look at your hip joints, i.e. the relationship between the pelvis and the legs. We are going to just work on one side. You can always repeat this lesson on the other side if you want to. So I would like you to have your left knee um, in your mind. Uh, make sure your feet are parallel on the floor. And now put your left fingertips, two or three, on your left knee. Just the fingertips. And from the finger, from the left knee, draw now from the middle of the knee, more or less, a line over the middle of your thigh towards your body. And go on and on and on with your hands and draw that line with your fingers. So move your hands towards your groin area. And when you 
touch the groin area, the place where the leg and the body meet, just stay there. If we could continue there and travel deeper, further, then we would touch our hip joint. The hip joint is the place where the pelvis and the leg meet. The pelvis forms a socket and the top of the leg is shaped in the shape of a ball. So it's a ball and socket joint. And the leg doesn't end where we can touch it. The leg goes into an underground kind of area. So keep your left fingertips there. And now very gently and easily, once or twice or three times, lift your left leg off the floor a bit. And put it down. And just notice how heavy it is. And do it two or three times very softly, comfortably. And be curious to the weight of your leg, but also be curious um, about what makes that leg lift. You may find a big contraction going on in the groin area. Don't worry about that. I would like you to begin to think now that what helps the leg to lift or what initiates the lifting is you rolling a ball in that socket. So please, just in your own time, you can let the leg rest and you can start again a few times. Notice if you have an image of which way would that ball that we can't touch roll for you to actually uh, have a clear picture of what's going on. Does it roll backwards or forwards or left or right? It can roll in all these directions. It's a ball. And every time you lift the leg, the ball rolls a bit, call it backwards. Every time you put the foot down, the leg down, the ball rolls a tiny bit forwards and rest for a moment it's helpful when we start again for the moment for you to put the fingertips in that groin area again so please put your left fingertips in the left groin area again and now allow your leg your thigh to move a bit left and to move a bit right not the body not the pelvis just the leg and again, find out whether you can sort of see, not literally see, imagine, see which way that ball is rolling at the beginning of your leg, the beginning of the thigh, to make that thigh roll. Okay, and now please pick up that hand towel that is near you and put it behind your knee, behind your left knee, and uh, grab the ends of it with one hand or both hands, whatever is easier. And now very gently, as if there was something else lifting that leg, just with the help of the towel, lift your leg off the floor. Make sure you're not leaning backwards, because what you want to do is give the ball in the socket a reason to roll. So every time you're lifting it, feel that ball, think that ball is rolling. And once the leg is off the floor, you can go as high as you like. Just shake it about a bit with the help of the towel. Move it a bit left and right and up and down. Make as big or as small a movement as you like. But make sure you're not just turning the body. The leg moves relative to the body. Give that hip joint a bit of a special attention and give that ball the chance to do its job, which is rolling in the socket. And then please 
put the leg down again, take the towel away and come to standing for a moment on the, not on the mat, on the harder surface if you can. Just have a few moments standing. And notice the presence of your left leg. Compare it with the right leg. Don't make anything of it. What is, is. But picture again your left hip joint and think, well, that is the place, which it is, where actually our body, including the pelvis, meets the leg. And this is the place where the weight of our body is handed over to the leg, which then sends it down to the feet, which then send our weight down to the ground beneath our floor. And just notice how you're standing on the left leg and how you're standing on the right leg. There might be a feeling of difference. There might have been a difference anyway. Don't worry about it. Please come back to sitting on the chair. And now please put your right fingers also in the right groin area, the left fingers in the left groin area, because now we're using the whole pelvis. But your focus is hopefully always more on the left. Now very gently start bending your body a bit forwards and do it in such a way that you're feeling that you're deepening that groin area. So you're not rounding your back. You are doing something that allows the pelvis to stick out a bit at the back. For riders, think of this as going into a jumping position. For skiers, think of it as going in downhill uh, skiing mode. And when you come back and when you go forwards, just imagine what actually is happening is that the two sockets are rolling over the ball. Left ball on the left, right ball on the right. And when you come back, you just allow that rolling to happen in the opposite direction. And you may find that you don't need to use your back. You can just do that rolling quite easily, comfortably. Okay. And now please stop for a moment, sit again. Notice your sit bones. See if without touching, you have a kind of an idea where our left where your left and everybody's left hip joint is. Take both your arms either side of your left leg. So the left hand is on the outside and the other one is hanging on the inside. And touch the leg very slightly. Start stroking that left leg downwards. So the hands go softly towards the knee, down your calf muscle, towards your ankle. And again, observe the bending, the folding in the groin area. And when you come back, you unfold, you unbend. So you're making use of that wonderful big folding joint. And if you make use of that, it frees muscular holding in that area. But it also frees the back muscles from doing jobs that they're not really meant to do. Do it very softly and gently. See how far you can go without forcing. If you can touch the floor, you touch the floor. But if you can't touch the floor, don't, don't try and touch the floor. Just be curious about that folding motion. Okay, and rest again a moment.
put your left fingertips again in the left groin area and just once or twice lightly, easily lift the left leg off the floor a bit and notice if the leg has become heavier or lighter or maybe no difference. Is the ball present in your mind? Is that the helpful thing? Okay, and now please come and lie on the floor on your back with your legs bent. Of course, you can also stop the lesson at this point and do it again from beginning, but focusing on the other leg if you don't want to lie on your back. But I assume now that you're lying on your back with your legs bent. Put again your left fingertips in the left groin area. So you are at the place where the leg is visible to us and then becomes invisible, the last bit. It's a bit like an underground spring. Very important, that's where the origin is. But we only see the water of that spring when it appears on the surface. Something similar with the leg. And now allow that leg, bent as it is, to sink a bit towards the left as if to put the left leg bent on the floor. Of course, you're not going that far. Notice the ball rolling. And when you bring the leg back, rather than thinking, ah, I have to now contract and hold my breath and tighten my back and so on, can you just picture the ball having to roll in the opposite direction from when the leg went to the side? Practice the thoughtfulness of the ball rolling in the socket. If you feel that's easy, then you can go a bit further. There's also gravity helping you on that thigh, but don't go to any place where you're uncomfortable. Also, if you feel your pelvis is lifting, don't stop that. Let it lift. Now, next time you take the leg to the side, go as far as you comfortably can go and then start straightening the leg out, make the long leg in such a way that the foot stays more or less opposite your pelvis. So it's not going out of the side, it's coming straight down. And you may find something interesting. When the leg is suddenly straight, if you like it or not, the ball has rolled in the socket and there's a different position now between the pelvis and the ball. The ball is in a slightly different place. Now return the journey by starting to bend the knee, but notice if you do it all from the point of view of the ball in the socket, the foot comes up anyway. If your mat crumples, don't worry about that and allow the foot to come to standing. The initiative for all this is a ball rolling. So do that again if it's okay. Let your legs sink towards the side. Your fingertips are in the groin area. At some point, decide you want to straighten the leg straight down, not to the side. And with the fingertips, you may suddenly find there's something changing. The knee that was to the side suddenly starts pointing towards the ceiling. And stay there for a moment. And roll your foot a bit left and right. And think that even that movement of your left foot is initiated by the ball rolling. And then when you're ready, return the journey to having a standing leg again by allowing the ball to be organized in such a way that you can draw the leg up 
and bring it back to standing and let it be. Bring your tea towel or hand towel, put it behind the left knee, so you have to pick the left leg off the floor. Notice how you're picking it up. And again, holding the ends of the towel quite neatly and quite tight. Maybe you can sort of twirl the towel ends round one another so you have like one end. Allow yourself once more, whilst you're lying, to give this thigh a bit of a whirl. Not fast, but just light and easy. What you're doing is now, again, letting the ball roll in the socket. Left and right, forwards and backwards. You can use both hands or one hand. Allow the body to be as quiet as possible in this whole game so that you really give your brain a chance to reorganize, update the muscular holding that we might carry unwittingly in the hip joint and therefore we might unwittingly restrict the freedom of the pelvis in horse riding, in skiing, in playing golf, in fact, in any form of human activity or locomotion. And then please put the leg down when you're ready. Do nothing for a few moments. If you want to, of course, you can have your legs long for a moment if that feels okay. So you can compare what it feels like to have a long left leg compared to a long right leg. And the comparisons are not there to make one side feel superior and one side feel bad. The comparisons are there to help us sharpen our sensory perception, to notice more what is going on in our body. After all, the subtitle of the Feldenkrais work is Awareness Through Movement. So how aware are you of your left hip joint? How aware are you of your right hip joint? And has this amount of increased awareness changed anything in the way you feel your left leg? Is it longer? Is it closer towards the floor? Has it affected your whole left side a bit? And don't worry if you don't feel any changes. What we actually need to practice in this work is learning to feel again what's going on in our body. And to finish the lesson with, come once more to sit on the chair. Sit on your sit bones. Let your feet be parallel in front of you on the floor. And once more, lift your left foot once or twice a bit off the floor. Notice its weight. It's become heavier or lighter. And then just for fun, as a comparison, lift the right leg off the floor a bit. And notice if there is a difference. And please come to standing. Stand once more on the firm floor. How supportive of your body weight is your left leg? How clear is the ground beneath your left foot? 
because that really takes on our weight. And what is it compared to the right side? If you have time, just go for a little walk if it's only around the house uh, with the awareness of the left hip joint in your mind and enjoy your hip joint.